Welcome to Wedding Talk 411. Let's get into wedding etiquette, all the do's and don'ts of weddings. I'm Denise. I'm your host. Grab your coffee or your wine and let's go, queens. Check, check, two, two, two. I better do that too. Check, sure. check, check, check. check. <clears throat> I am here with my friend, Jimmy Harris, Deep Blue Entertainment. Right. He's based out of Memphis, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, I love you. I love you too. Thank you for being here. When I sit and try to think, if I could have a DJ on here to talk with me, it's Jimmy Harris. And Thank so you. I appreciate you. And I know, hey, music is so important. Yes. On a wedding day. And so I know every bride is going to hear what you have to say. So I thank you. Well, tell me, Jimmy, because I know you've been around for years. How did <laughs> is it you... that obvious? <laughs> <laughs> Just because you're that good. Just because you're that good. How did you get started DJing? I, it's kind of a long, complicated story, okay. so I'll give you the abridged version. Okay. I, was, uh, I made my living by playing music playing live music, playing by myself in a club or a barn, playing with the band. Well, when I would not be on the road, is that the right way to say that? When I wasn't on the road, I needed something to do. I needed to work. I needed to make yeah, money. Make Musicians money. don't make money. So um, I hooked up with a guy who had an entertainment company. And originally, he brought me on to strap on a guitar and do cocktail hour or you know something like that. Yeah. And then... Um, one time he sent me on one of those events, and I had to DJ. He said it was part of it. So he sent me with DJ controllers, a bunch of CDs. That was back in the days when we would DJ from CDs. And so I tried it. Um, it I was horrible. <laughs> I can't believe that. I, 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 was, I, I was. Somebody would ask for a song, and I would play the songs that people would request in order. So we're going from country to disco to pop. It was horrible. So I saw it tanking, so I strapped my guitar back on and finished the show. I had to save my dignity somehow. So after that, I got the report on the event. He said they thought you were a terrible DJ, but they thought you were a great musician, singer, whatever. So to me, that was like, that was a challenge. I said, I got to get better at this. So I already knew music really well. I just didn't know how to put it together to integrate that with working with the crowd and things like that. So I just eventually just got around to getting better and worked in a club for a short amount of time, which is, that was like, that's like boot camp for a DJ. Yeah. Do a lot of DJs come out of that kind of background? Like they were DJing at a club or a bar or something? Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of there, it's, it's really easy to DJ nowadays because it just takes a laptop and some free software and a music library and you're good. But back when I started, yeah, it was more, you know, the uh, experienced guys from the clubs and who had been doing events before and things like that but nowadays a lot of stuff to tote around back then, it was a I lot of think. stuff the speakers were bigger you oh, had yeah. you know cases and cases of cds plus the books to look through to find oh, the song gosh. on the cd so yeah it's a lot better and now you paid your dues. oh well yeah well you know i never dj with records yeah uh i, I have that I know, was one thing i was going to ask yeah. you did you ever when they were actually spinning the records did you actually do any of that no i never i, I started with cds yeah. And I was actually reluctant to move from CDs to laptop. I just, you know, nobody really wanted to do that. But, you know, it's well, easy. Well, now to... you can't imagine going back. Oh, yeah. You? Well, you can access, if somebody can ask for a song, three seconds later, you can play it. That's yeah. that's a huge oh, advantage now. I would imagine yeah. so. Who, what artists really influenced you? I mean, what was your, your, your thing on music? As far as DJs go? Or even just artists. Who really, who's your gig? Who do you love to listen to when you're just listening on your own? 
uh, the kind of stuff you can't play at a wedding. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, not that it's dirty. I, I like I like no. heavy metal a lot. Heavy. So, All yeah, right. I yeah. had a feeling yeah. you liked heavy metal. But I, I like and everything. And you wouldn't know it by coming to the weddings that you DJ, but that's because that's your style. That's your thing. Well, I, I love country. I love pop. Me too. I, I, I love my it all. favorite band when I was a kid was Earth, Wind, and Fire, you know, yeah. so. I like a lot of stuff, and yeah. that's easy to translate when you're DJing because you just play a bunch of stuff that you love, and, you know, it's, it's fun. It is fun. It I, is. And you know what? There's energy in yeah. it, which I love. Well, what is the absolute best song that you play at a wedding? It gets everybody mm. up there. Um, there are a lot of them, but the one that I think time and time again is played, like without fail, works every time is September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. People just people love that song. Okay, uh, I love that song. But uh, there are some modern songs that work really well. Yeah, by Usher typically makes yes. people go crazy. Uh, this is how we do it. You know, I, I, it's hard. It depends on the crowd. Yeah, you know, whatever that one. Do you song think is. it's based on an older crowd and a younger crowd, or just? It's just across the board. Some songs everybody can relate to. September's yeah. one of those songs. You yeah. know, Yeah by Usher, you know, you have kids and grandparents out there dancing. So it just, I hate to keep harping on those three songs, but those well, are the songs that typically work. you know work. what works. You know what works. What's the absolute worst song that when you see a couple mm. wants it, you cringe? Um, maybe it's an artist that I don't like. Uh, yeah. I don't particularly care for Taylor Swift. Yeah. Don't mind playing it because, you know, people love her and they really get the dance floor going. But I, I don't know. I mean, I never tell anybody no, you yeah. know. So, yeah. Well, everybody's got their favorite. And they're, I'm like you. I like all music. But there's some that I can listen to one song on a CD and then I'm done with that. Right. Where other artists, I can listen to the whole thing. Yep. Over and over and over. Yep. Now, I know that... We feed you when you come here. Thank you and for that, got, by the way. And we got good food, too. Yes, you but do. When a bride is booking her DJ and all the different vendors, she needs to feed you all. Is that part of your contract? No, no. We, we do not ask clients to feed us. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of times a venue will have, you know, something prepared. It's not uncommon for the caterer to walk up with a plate and go, hey, you want something to eat? Yeah, uh, as but, they should. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's nice. It's yeah. a courtesy. But, you know, we always, if we know we're not going to be able to eat, we'll typically eat before. Or, yeah. you know, we've got granola bars and Snickers candy bars and stuff. Yeah. Us, but well, you're busy. You're doing stuff. Yeah. It's, 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 you know, we have to keep on the ball pretty yeah. much the whole time. But, no, we don't require. That's not part clients. of it. No. Because, you know, sometimes, and I, I don't, I've never had it out of a DJ, but I do know bands a lot of times. There's a whole lot of requirements. We got to have this kind of room. We right. gotta have this kind of food. Yep. Speaking of bands, what if if you were to say, what is the difference? Because a girl's looking at a band or she's looking at a DJ. Right. Of course, right. cost I'm sure is going to be different because a band may have ten members right. that we got to pay. More expensive. Yeah. More expensive. But what are some of the differences that would help a bride decide hey i want a band or i want a dj well first of all if i get a call from a client and they tell me straight up they're like we don't know if we want a band or a dj yeah. i say go with the band yeah just because i love live music you I know do too the yeah. energy yeah i just I, I love it it's it's different but you know the differences between a band and a dj a a band costs more for yeah. obvious reasons um bands do take breaks and i know DJs take break too, you know, but I mean, we, it's our thing to sort of take a break when it's time to go to the bathroom or maybe grab, grab a quick bite. And the we, music's still going. Music's always going. Yeah. And yeah. it's always the same type of music. Um, 
like I said, live music is great. I love it. But, um, you know, DJs, they take up less room. You're dealing with one guy. One maybe personality. An yeah. Versus yeah. 10. Yeah. And you have, you have one person controlling the format too. Yeah. Um, you know, and bands have a band leader. They do kind of the same thing. I don't know, but you have more control with the DJ. Yeah. Uh, you can play it ex exactly what you want from the exact artist that you like. You know, you know, one thing that I have found about a band, and of course, I'm a singer myself, so I, I have I a ear, yeah, so I have an ear for music, but it seems to me, a live band, and I love the energy of a live band, when they fire off, I mean, the whole place just, it's energy, mm -hmm. but after about the third song, every song begins to sound about the same, because you got the same Played lead the guy same, singing it. Yeah. And he can only sing so many ways. And so uh, that's the only thing I see is just that I love a live band. I love the energy. But you do, every song starts kind of sounding alike, to me anyway. But, hey, I do love them. Now, let me ask you this. How much talking is good out of a DJ? Because we have some here that I've seen them. They don't say a word. Mm. And it is, it's almost uncomfortable. Then we have them where that's all they do is talk. Right. Talk, talk, talk. And if it were about the bride and groom, but it usually is about them or right. about something. How do you find that level? Well, first of all, we leave it up to the client. The client will tell us if they want a DJ that's, and they, they do this a lot. We want a guy that's interactive. Yeah. Or, you know, we have a more laid back crowd. We don't want so you guys to talk. So they'll tell you up front. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, they'll tell us. Yeah. Uh, sometimes when, in, during the interview process, I'll ask them, you know, like, how much involvement do you want? But a baseline, just a place to start from, is anytime there's anything happening during the reception that requires everybody to pay attention, yeah. make an announcement. Yes. Aside from that, maybe a couple shout-outs, you know, just a, you know. Like the intros. Entice and... the crowd. Yeah, yeah. But keep it, keep it minimal, but just don't overdo it. But, you know. Yeah. There, it, there is a balance. You're right. There there's is. There's a balance to it. And you wouldn't think that. I mean, if you were just saying, let's hire a DJ. But there is a difference. Um, not, I would rather lean towards less said by the DJ than just rambling on. Simple is usually better. S yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Less is more, mm -hmm. usually. Now, do y'all handle the ceremony and the reception? And how does that get determined? Uh, yeah, uh, more often than not, a client will contact us, contact us about the reception, you know, yeah. and I always ask them, have you gotten the ceremony taken care of, which is an aspect that a lot of people tell me they haven't even thought about. Oh, I didn't even know I my agree. efficient needed a microphone. So yeah, we'll do both. Yes. Um, and I would say a large majority of the events we do are ceremony, 85% ceremony and reception. The both. Yeah. And as far as when a bride is thinking about her ceremony, kind of give me a rundown of what she needs. She needs some music prior to mm -hmm. as they're being seated, because that seems like it's uncomfortable if you just had dead silence. Can't have dead silence. So what is it? Maybe 20, 30 minutes in there of some music, just soft pretty music. Yeah. We always figure in 30 minutes, 30 minutes. So if the client says our ceremony starts at five, you know, the prelude is what we call it. It yeah. starts at four thirty. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. And then is there usually a song for the mother and the grandmothers mm -hmm. and the bridesmaids, or is that all one song in there? 
It depends. If you've got a small bridal party, uh, if you only have like one grandparent in attendance or something. You don't want a whole song for them. Yeah, yeah. You could use, you know, one song for all of that. But more often than not, people will choose one song for the seating of the grandparents, one song for the seating of the parents, one song for the bridal party. Sometimes they'll do something different like, hey, our flower girls are our cut-ups. We have two. We're going to play a special song for them. Oh, fun. Yeah, stuff like that. But yeah. Yeah. So you go over every bit of that stuff with the bride. In painful detail. Yes. Well, and I think that's, that's another part of, of who you're choosing. You can have somebody that kind of slaps it out there, and then you get a big surprise when you get there. Wait, I didn't know we were going to do that. Right. But you go through every detail with these brides. Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine showing up to an event and only knowing the bride and groom's name and nothing else. I would... Yeah, you've got Probably to kind of get to know these people to get a feel of what their style is. Yeah, well, that, that's super important for me because yeah. I have to assign the DJ. That's right. Yeah, so. Let's talk more about that because it's not just Jimmy Harris DJing. You've got multiple DJs. Mm-hmm. Now, how did that all start up? It started out just as you, <laughs> yeah. and then you started adding some guys. Yeah, well, I had to. Uh, yeah. When, when I first started my own company... Uh, I would get to the point to where I'm working this Saturday, but there's another bride that wants a DJ. So I called my best friend, Jonathan, okay. and we just kind of got the ball rolling. And then he turned me on to another guy. And another then, guy. Yeah. See, it builds. Now, do you handle any anything else besides DJs, like strings or, or something like that for no, ceremony? Just DJs. Just DJs. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. We, we used to do string trios and quartets. We used to do videography. We used to do other stuff, specialty lighting. Um, a lot of moving parts there. Yeah. Um, we have so many weddings. There's only so much I can manage. So yeah. I just thought I'd stick, you know, you know, I with agree DJ. with that because I mean, if you're not careful, if you're driven, like I know you are and I am, I can get pulled in a million different directions and I'm not doing any of them justice. Right. right. I've got to focus in on what I do. And that's part of why I do weddings. I mean, now I may, uh, out of my two venues, if I do 150 weddings in a year, I'm 10 of those may be uh, corporate events or something like that. But I know weddings and I know how to do those. So I get in my lane and stay in my lane. Exactly. Now, do y'all do any corporate stuff? We do some. Uh, the corporate stuff that we do do are... Uh, you know, maybe the bride worked at a company and they okay. wanted to come do their Christmas party yeah. or some sort of presentation kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, we, we don't advertise that. Right. But if someone wants us to do a corporate thing, we'll definitely But it do usually it. stems from a wedding that you, you did. Most everything stems from a wedding. Yeah, from a wedding I agree. Yeah. Now, when a, when a couple contacts you, how do you go about choosing the music with them? What's the process? Well, first of all, we have a, an online planning cloud is what we call it. Okay. Uh, it's called the event portal. So I, I leave it up to the client. I yeah. let them do as much as they want to do. I try not to ride, you know, the clients too much. Yeah. I'll send them an email, a text or something every now and they just say, Hey, how you doing? But I, I tend to leave them alone. Yeah. When we get closer to the wedding day, that's when we'll start, re- you know, really drilling it down. And that's when I find out they know what they want. Yeah. They the, just had to take they just gotta time. Fill in the holes. And, yeah. 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 Is there some music you just will not play? Anything explicit. Yeah, just too trash. Just, just, it's not, it's a wedding. Yeah, you know, it's not appropriate. No, no it's just not. not appropriate. It's not. I mean, I've, I've been to a couple where I've heard different songs, and I'm, I'm just like, ooh. Yeah. 
this isn't good. It's that 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 makes me cringe. That's, yeah, it does me yeah. too. Because you got kids, you got grandma, you got some people. Different walks of life, different faiths. Everything, different... everything. So hopefully, you know, couples use their good senses. And if they don't, they have a DJ to help direct them on that. Exactly. And, so, and you know, we've never really had, not we've never had an issue about that policy. Yeah. Ever. Um, and that's a good thing. That shows you've got some, some people with some class really good clients. To you. Yeah, exactly. Yes, you do. Should a DJ ever take requests from guests? I think so, yeah. All right. Yeah. Tell me how that works. So... Once it gets started, does it just start coming up, or is what if what if it's just one too many, or how do you determine? Well, first of all, if a, if somebody's asking for a song, yeah, the first thing the DJ thinks, or the first thing I think is, okay, what I'm playing right now is not exactly what they wanted to hear. True, but I could be playing a pop song, and somebody wants to hear, you know, a country song, yeah, or something like that. But yeah, it's it's a good way to find out the people that you're performing for, what kind of music they like. Well, and so. if they're requesting a song, it probably means they're going to get up and dance on that song. More than likely. Yep. Yeah. Yep. More than likely. What do you see? Because I see um, some weddings, I, mostly, they're always dancing. Mm-hmm. They love the dancing. Should be dancing. Should be. But once in a while, uh, it it's like they just will not get out there. What do you think drives that? Is it just the crowd? Maybe it's their hmm. background, their age? It could be any number of things. Um, if it's, for instance, like a, a corporate Christmas party, yeah, it's kind of hard to get the dance floor going yeah. because all these people work with each other. Right. It's hard to get out there and dance in front yeah. of your cubicle mate. Yeah. I mean, all of your fellow employees, they know you in a work context. Yeah. Not really in like a personal kind of thing. Yes. But... If you play the right song, turn the lights down, you know, give people a chance to get out there. Because once the dance floor gets going, you, it snowballs. Well, you true. I, I agree with that because it, it seems like if it's pretty dead and then all of a sudden a few get Boom. out there, it's going. Yep. What here's I want to tell you my pet peeve about dance floors. And I, I'm interested to get a DJ's perspective <laughs> okay. on this. This ought to be good. Yeah, this is good. The kids. And I'm talking toddler. Four, five, three, six, and the mamas and daddies have just turned them loose, <laughs> and they take over the dance floor. And the bad thing about that, when I see that happen, and and maybe you know who knows what situation is. Every family dynamic's different, but then big people don't get out there if there's yeah, too they let much the of that. Yeah, kids have the dance floor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's fine for one song. That's fun. That's cute, and everybody can get a picture. But what, what happens when that goes on and on and on? I, don't, I haven't really seen a lot of that. That's you know? good. Yeah. not You know, when the kids get out there, they'll dance for maybe a song or two. Normally, the parents will come grab them. Or, yeah. you know, Aunt Judy will come out and grab the kid or something. But, yeah, you're right. People let the kids have the dance floor. But it usually doesn't go on that long. More than like a couple well, of songs. Well, that's maybe. a good thing. Yeah. Because to me, of course, um, I've got a whole different thought range on kids at weddings in the first place, but, um, as, and a lot of families take them home right after the ceremony. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing too, because probably reception's not the best place for them, but I'm just always curious. I've been curious what a DJ thinks when all those kids take over the dance floor. But, honestly, I've never minded it. Yeah. You know, I, because I think... you know, it's not going to last very long. <laughs> One song. Well, but you know, to me, it's it's fun to like once you turn the lights on and the yeah. lights hit the floor, the kids want to come around and stomp on them. Yeah. So I just think it's cute. Yeah. Um, but 
yeah, I mean, luckily I haven't seen that happen. Well, that's good. That is a good thing. What all is included, like a bride books a DJ, what's included in that? Now, I know you said ceremony and reception, but I would think there's two fees for that because there's extra work involved for your guy to set up over here and then to set up over here. And so what else are both included is the lighting, because I see you setting up some lighting and things. What all is included in that package? Uh, in the reception package, it's the the sound system, obviously. Yeah. Um, there is lighting. We don't charge extra for lighting as far as we're concerned. You can't have a party without lighting, so yeah. we that's included. Um, we don't do any any floor lighting, what they call up lighting. That's normally for, you know, we'll outsource that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but you get the DJ. He's going to be experienced. He's going to know what he's knows. There's he's going, the key. Experience. He's going to know, yeah. He's, he's going to know what he's doing. Um, for the ceremony, it's uh, like, for instance, at Hartwood, we'll just set a small system yeah. out in the garden. It doesn't have to be a big system because we're talking light music and someone speaking. Yeah. So that, you Preacher know, speaking. big yeah. enough for the crowd. Uh, a wireless a lavalier lapel microphone for the, for the, for the efficient. And if you have a speaker or a scripture reader, reader yeah, they, get, they can get a microphone. Yeah. If you have 22 vocalists up there that want to sing during the ceremony, we give you 22 microphones. Really? Yeah, it's, it's just whatever it takes to pull it off. Wow. That's never happened. Yeah, and saying. we hope it never does. <laughs> right. Yeah, 22 mics is a nightmare. But, um, but I'll yeah. tell you something about, uh, I just did a, a TikTok on this because I've, I've seen this happen too. All right, you've mic'd the minister, and he's got his phone in his pocket on silent, but it's not turned off. Can that feed back? If he's got his phone in his pocket and his mic on, can this cause a feedback? Not usually. It has happened in the past, but... um for instance, the, the transmitter for the microphone yeah. that he has on him. Yeah. We try not to put that in a pocket that's got an electronic device. Okay. Uh, we usually tell them to put their phone on airplane mode. That way it doesn't transmit yes. or anything. But if you're in an area that's close to like a substation or like a major telecommunications hub or something like that, satellite dishes and things, every now and then it causes interference. Sometimes yeah. cell signals do. But more often than not, that stuff just usually doesn't happen. But you yeah. do things to prevent that. Prevent like, it. Different pocket. Yes. Know. Well, you know, every once in a while, I will get a couple that tells me, I say, all right, what are you doing for your music? Oh, um, my cousin's a DJ. I cringe. Does he have liability insurance? Well, there you go. (laughs) There, there. These are the questions. Because um, my cousin with a boombox is not going to get it for a wedding. And they think, well, we're saving this much money. But the music can make or break it. Absolutely. In my opinion. Yep. Uh, if you don't have good DJ and good ceremony music, it can be a total mess. It can. It can. And, you know, playing music at a wedding. Yeah. There's so much more to being a DJ than just hitting play. There's so much more. Oh, the timing. Yeah, there's timing. There's, I mean, is, is this a good person? I mean, this person on the property working with all my family members, you know, do I get along with this person? True. There's a lot. True, because give me your thought on this. Um, I think any vendor, not just a DJ, the photographer, the videographer, the DJ, all these different people, I believe, and myself, a venue owner, we're hired to do a job that night. So we're at work. That's what we're at. Exactly. 
And uh, I have seen a DJ before drink while they're here. Mm. Now, to me, that's a no-no. Absolutely. I, I just don't like it. And, I mean, that's between them and the bride, of course. Maybe she's told them, you drink all you want to drink. But uh, to me, we're, we're on the job. When, once we get here, we are on the job. That's right. And it's just like any other job. You would never go to the bank that you worked at and pour a drink while you're working it. You wouldn't That's, be there long. You wouldn't be there long. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm glad to hear you say that because I, I knew none of your guys have ever drank, but I have seen some drink. And I just think, wow, I wonder if the bride knows there. Or maybe she okayed that. But even to me, if she did okay it, it's a no-no. Yeah, even if the groom walks up and says, hey, man, do a shot with me. Yeah. You know, don't. Just don't. Just, just don't. Yeah, I agree. I agree totally. Have you ever had an equipment failure in the middle of something going on? Things fail. Yeah. They do. Because life is life. Yeah, yeah. What do you do? Do you bring backup or is maybe sometimes it's a fuse and you know exactly what to do with it? Well, sometimes when it, if an equipment failure is about to happen, there's normally a sign. Yeah. Like, you know, if there's, you know, signal interference has one sound, feedback has another sound, yeah. you know, just a, a not properly grounded has a sound. So you can normally kind of pick it out. But the answer to that for us is just redundancy. Yeah. Have something fired up, ready to go the whole time. Right. Um, if things die, it's normally like a cable, something small, and that's easy to troubleshoot. Yeah. But keep, you just pull one out of the bag and just keep, keep well, working. Well, this is another reason. Hire a professional. Mm-hmm. Because um, Uncle Joe is not going to have backup cables for his little He rig. might. You need to ask Uncle Joe, do you well, have you backup need to, cables? Exactly. <laughs> and liability insurance. Exactly. Hey, what is the secret to getting a shy crowd? Is there a secret to getting a shy crowd out there on the dance floor? It depends on the crowd. Yeah. Um, Sometimes you're saying you could work yourself to death and they're not coming out there. I mean, you, you could. But, you know, again, that's something that... I try to find out in the uh, in the planning process. Yeah. It's like, do you think? Do you first of all, do you have a lot of out of town guests? Yeah, that's normally a pretty good sign. It's going to be a pretty wild party. <laughs> but you know, you know your families better than I do. Do you have? Are they more conservative? Do you think they'll go nuts? You know. But yeah, this stuff taking all these notes. So by yeah. the time we get there, I mean you I got mean, a good feel for yeah, it before you ever even get. there. Oh yeah, again. like we know the bride, we know the groom, we've talked to them, you know, or met with them. Yeah, uh, we know their music. You know, you really get inside their head. So that's. Well, a reception is, what do you think is a, is a good amount of time for a reception? So you're talking about the introductions and the, um, the toast and the, the dinner and the cake cutting. And then we got to dance. That's the whole point. What's a good three, four, five hours? What's right? I'd say four. I'd four. say four. Yeah, if, if you have a well-coordinated and you that's know, the other key. Wedding, yeah. You've yeah, if you don't have a wedding coordinator, you're really asking for it. Yeah. I mean, just and if you've got an aunt that wants to help out, that's great. Uh, has she had experience with events in the past doing weddings? Does in the she past? have liability insurance? Does she have liability insurance? <laughs> but yeah, got to have a coordinator. That's I can't harp on that enough. I that's agree so, so much on that. I'm going to tell you, we went to a wedding of some friends a couple of years ago and. They spent a fortune. I know they did because everything was just stunning. There was no coordinator. And it was pandemonium. I wanted, I, I, oh, just, I, I wanted to get out of my seat and just go coordinate this thing because nobody knew when to walk. Nobody knew. 
I would think you work hand in hand with coordinator. Yes. Yes. So coordinator runs the show. Yeah. Yep. So you, you and the coordinator, and do you see that many that don't have a coordinator? It doesn't happen that much. Yeah, I wouldn't think. Yeah, but if if I know ahead of time, well, I usually do know ahead of time. I it, I ask a lot of questions. Um, I'll ask them if they have a coordinator, who the coordinator is, to see if you know we've worked with them before. If they don't have a coordinator, then I try to find out. What's your idea of the event flow of the evening? Yeah. Let's work on a timeline as soon as we possibly can. Mm -hmm. And then basically, I hate to say it, but the DJ's the coordinator. I started to say, you suddenly took on a new job. (laughs) Well. Really. Because now you're having to coordinate. And and, and the photographer. The photographer helps out a lot, too. Yeah. Well, you know, this is the reason I think all the vendors need to just work hand in hand. Oh, everybody Um, should be able to do that. From the photographer, the videographer, the coordinator, the DJ. The caterer, mm-hmm. because the timing of the food. When is dinner going to be served? When's dinner going to be served? What time can I announce dinner? Yeah. And I mean, that dinner is critical. Yep. And down to the minute, practically. Exactly. So I can see why all of that. Do you ever change the music midstream? So the couple has said, we only like this. And then you get there, and they may like it, but not one other soul likes it. Do you go to them and say, hey, this isn't jiving. Let's, let's up this thing and let's turn it up a notch or let's switch over to this. We don't do a lot of weddings where we get a music list and the client says, don't deviate from this list whatsoever. So they give you some free reign yeah, on the front y- end. Usually. Now, every now and then we'll, we'll run into one that's, that's a don't deviate from this list type of wedding. Yeah. But I think in every occasion, like in the middle of the dance portion of the evening, the client will walk over to the DJ and go, this isn't quite working. Can we? They feel it. Yeah. Just the, what they normally say is this isn't working. You do your thing. Yeah. They um, see right then. We should have let him do his thing from the beginning instead of trying to tell him maybe what we wanted it to be. Well, you know, p- people know what they want. They yeah. know what they like. And I'm never going to tell anybody no. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm more of a practice, hands-on kind of person. It's like, yeah. let's do it. Let's yeah. try it. If it doesn't work, you'll know. Yeah, you'll <laughs> you know? know pretty quick. Yeah, we'll shift gears really fast, so yeah. And, and brides and grooms want people dance. They want them out there. They want this to be a party. And so they're going to they they're gonna lean to that for sure. What happens in a rain situation? All right, so you've got this wedding, and it's supposed to be a garden wedding, and we've planned all day, and it's going to be out there. And then all of a sudden, two minutes in, the bottom falls out. Do you just keep rolling? Have you got something to cover your equipment? That hasn't happened very much. Yeah, Thank goodness. because you plan so far ahead of time. Like here, we have indoor and outdoor option for a bride. So even if we only make that decision 30, 45 minutes prior to, that gives you time to get back over here and get set up in here. Right, right. So I would think with your equipment, that has to be a consideration. Well, most of the... Most of the uh, top shelf premier venues like Hartwood and Cedar, you know, we normally know in plenty of time. Yeah. You know, if, yeah. if it's starting to rain. Because, you know, weather apps are really accurate nowadays. Very. Um, we have been caught in the rain before. And in a situation like that, you just do the best you can. Yeah, do you it. You know, uh, if you see the clouds rolling in, you might want to get a, I don't know, I hate to say it, a garbage bag. Trash put bag, on your stuff. yeah. But uh, two occasions in the past, uh, two of our DJs, one including, one me counting, including me, uh, have been electrocuted. You're kidding no. me. And that's, that's very serious. I'm, I'm not concerned about the equipment. Yeah. I, I mean, I am, but first and foremost is you are somebody, kidding might, me. somebody might <gasps> die. 
I it's, see. I never even serious, put that thought to it. It is such a serious thing because think about it. If the the ground is wet, yeah, and there's a there's a charge, there's a surge, and you get electrocuted, there's a good chance somebody else is going to get electrocuted because it's traveling. Yeah, and our insurance does not cover stupid. Yeah, so you, you can't know, fix stupid. You can't. <laughs> you can't I can't. You have to pay I, for Jimmy, it. Jimmy, I did not even consider yeah, that electrocution is a serious, serious thing to think about in the rain. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what, you just shed some new light where, because sometimes I have a bride that is just insistent. Uh, and I say, it's supposed to be raining. We're going anyway. Rain or no rain. Uh, what about the guest? Well, they're going to get wet. Well, I hate that, number one. But number two, if we've got a DJ that can get electrocuted and even maybe, I don't know, minister with a mic, probably not as much. But who knows? Yeah, I mean, you know, anything's possible. Anything's but, possible. Um, Key is, you don't need to be out there in the rain. Yeah, you, you really, I mean, it's, it's dangerous. Yeah. It's just... And another reason, when you're a bride looking at venues, you best find a venue that has a backup plan. That has an excellent plan B. Yeah. Make sure the plan B is as good as plan A. I agree. Not mediocre plan nope. B. Uh, throw us all in a room somewhere. Absolutely not. Yeah. This is stuff, brides. I'm not sure they think about it, but I'm hoping podcasts like this will tune them into it of, hey, this is why we need to be thinking of a backup plan. Good info. Good yeah, it, info. It, can, it can be really complex. I mean, if you really break it down, a wedding yeah. has a lot of moving parts. Oh, so many. Yeah. I cannot imagine. You know, we're pretty much all-inclusive as far as tables, chairs, mm-hmm. linens, catering. Food. Yeah. Food. Yes, we're known for our food. I cannot imagine uh, trying to freewheel and, uh, all right, I need chairs, I need tables, I need a DJ. There's so many moving parts. If you can at least go where it's all-inclusive, usually they don't provide music, so you're still going to get your own DJ, you're still going to get your own photographer, and you're still going to get your own cake. But that's dealing with about four vendors versus 14 Mm -hmm. vendors. So that's the way to go. Yeah, and some people love the all-inclusive thing. I mean, they're all about it. Super convenient. Well, everybody's so busy now. Everybody's career and or out of town. They don't have time to meet with a million different people. True. Have you ever had to deal with a sloppy, sloppy drunk? Oh yes. Oh, I can imagine. How? What? What's your method? To your madness. You just do the best you can. Well, that is all you can. so right. <laughs> you just do the best you can. Oh, man. I tell you what. If you had a video going <laughs> of all that goes on, I know you've seen it all. That's, I've seen some crazy I stuff. I know you have. <laughs> well, this I have already talked to you about, but I know it's important. How important to have a coordinator. We just talked Super about that. Important. That yeah. is I mean, so critical. Yeah, if, if, if you hired an, an efficient... I mean, hire, hire a coordinator, you know. Yeah, you've got... Just, I mean, if you've hired anybody, hire a coordinator. Yeah, you do, you I know. agree. Yeah. I agree. So that, that's that got to be at the top of their list. and Or better yet, get a venue that has a coordinator. That would work, too. That's us. But if if you get a venue that doesn't have one, hire you one. Because... Definitely. You've got to. Somebody's got to oversee the show. What is the craziest thing you have ever seen at a wedding? Oh, man. Um... Wow. It may be it. one of my very own <laughs> right here. Of, I think one of them was. I think yeah, one of yeah. them definitely. But let's, let's talk about the other one yeah. that I was thinking about. Yeah. Um, this is a, a venue no longer open, okay. by the way. Okay. Uh, the groom 
and the best man, they were brothers. Yeah. Apparently both dated the bride. Only no. one of them. Yeah. One of them ended up with it. Apparently the best man wasn't really cool with it, but ended up being the best man anyway, Come which is on. really strange. Oh my God. Uh, they ran out of alcohol. So they all went down to a liquor store and bought a whole bunch of Patron tequila. No. Yeah. Drank all of it. And the, I think, I can't remember if it was the best man or the groom, but the best man picked up the groom, threw him into the concrete fountain, no. broke the fountain, water went everywhere. Half killed It was a mess. It was a mess. You know, <laughs> this stuff, you can't make it up. You can't. I mean, you cannot. It's crazy. I was just talking with Kelly. Uh, we did a podcast and a photographer, and we were talking about, I said, what's one of the craziest things you've seen? And I was telling her, I said, if I ever get a call from Cedar, I know something's going on because I'm usually at Hartwood. So if I get a call, either something's bad or something, whatever. So I get the call and they said, we got trouble. And I'm thinking, well, maybe the cake didn't show up or whatever. The dad and the father of the bride and the brother of the bride got in a fight. And tore the daddy's britches off. Oh, <laughs> on the dance floor, Jimmy. Wow. Oh gosh. You know you can't make it up. You can't. That's awesome. You cannot make it up. I mean, if you sat around and tried to think, what's the craziest thing I could make a lie about? Dad getting no britches at the reception would not be it. Oh yeah, that's, everything's possible at a wedding. Is all of your music in your computer? Yes. So you have no. There's no side. Anything. Nope. It's all in the computer. It's all on the laptop. Man, that makes it nice. Oh, yeah. We love it. I bet you we do, for sure. What is the best first dance song for a bride and groom? I don't know what song that would actually be, but what I recommend to brides, brides and grooms is, you know, do you have a song? That's if, their song. Yeah, that's your song. Yeah. Uh, if they say, no, we don't have a song, well, do you recall a song that you heard together? That reminds you of a moment right after you first got together. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we heard To Make You Feel My Love in a bar in Nashville. We'll do that. Yeah. But uh, the best first dance song is really whatever fits the couple. Yeah. Best. I, I know it sounds like a cop out, but that's. Well, that's just, yeah, because every no couple's so different. Yeah. Because sometimes I'll hear a first dance song and I think that is a weird first dance song. But you know, it means it's something to, to that couple. Exactly. Yeah. I tell you, well, my one of my sons was recently married. So, you know, the mother son dance and the the uh, groom and his mother and i grieved over that song and i would i bet i well, went, you didn't like it oh i loved it oh. i went through about 50 songs he let me pick it you see well that was the first mistake <laughs> and i went through all these songs and every song i'd cry and you know i'd write notes about well that's a good well, one if you cry that's a good one well i cried on every one of them Okay. And I called him and I said, hey, here's my list. And he said, Mama, we're not going to do one where we're going to start crying. And I said, well, I, I won't. I promise. We both bawled like babies. You can't promise you're not going to No, gonna you're cry. not going to promise that. that. There ain't no way. <laughs> if a couple is just starting to look for mm -hmm. a DJ, what is it that they need to be looking for specifically? Um... Should they look at reviews? Should they ask other couples? Yeah, all of that. Ask, um, read reviews, read all of them. Yeah. Find out from the DJ if they have liability insurance. That is really important. Yeah. Um, that tells you a lot of things. One, you know they're covered if anything happens. And right. secondly, they know, you know that they take their business seriously. Well, exactly. Yeah. Talk to uh, all the other vendors that you've hired. 
to see if they've worked with the DJ before. Yeah. Uh, talk to the venue. The venue is probably the ve- the best resource. I agree. To, like, yeah, that DJ's been here before, and he's great. Yeah, um, and he knows our our setup. Mm-hmm. He's he knows the the building. He knows the grounds where all the outlets are. Are all the outlets? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been somewhere where they're just simply were not? Because that's got to be critical to have enough outlets, enough power to run what you've got to run. Yeah. The, the, the best venues have accessible power everywhere. Yeah. That's you know? critical. And it's not just for a DJ. It, the caterers use it. You know, photographers, yeah. Lighting, photo booths, everything. 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 Yeah. Everything. Does the DJ kind of act like a master of ceremonies? Oh, yeah. In a way. That's half the job. So you've yeah. got to... You've almost got to have that, uh, I don't want to say salesman um, personality, but you've got to be out there a little bit because you're the master of ceremonies. Yes. So yeah. you're leading this thing. Yeah. If, if anything, like I said before, if anything's happening during the reception that everybody needs to, to pay attention to, somebody's got to tell them what to do. Yeah. You know, and you, yes. have, you have to be succinct. You have to be, here I go, and you have to enunciate. You know, that's really important. Right. You know, because you don't have if to... they can't understand what you're saying, we're all in trouble. Yeah. 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 But yeah, emceeing is, is a big part of the job. Oh, I would think. And getting the names correct. Because I, I haven't heard it out of a DJ, but I have heard it out of the minister where he butchered Ooh, the names. The that's whole the guy way that through. can't get it wrong. I mean, you cannot. <laughs> you, you can't this get is that legal, wrong, dude. man. <laughs> Hey, does that mean we're not married if he if he said our name? I don't know. Is that is that a technicality? <laughs> How is DJing weddings different than DJing a club? A lot of difference. I bet. Tell a me a lot of difference. Tell me what it is. Well, a DJ in a club, uh, typically it's about the DJ. Yeah. You know, he's there to perform. He's a personality. Yeah, he's he's playing a set. It's typically the same kind of music to the same same kind of crowd. The yeah. twenty one to thirty fives. I, it's it, it's more about the DJ basically. Yeah. Uh, for a wedding, the format, the music format is a lot wider, a lot you yeah. know broader of an age range from seven year olds to eighty seven year olds. Um, you have to be able to work with people, uh, yeah. musicians and DJs that are professional. They do this for a living. They're not the best people. People sometimes one on one. So uh, yeah, you have to make sure that you can interact with people really well. Uh, but the biggest differences are the music format. The, yeah. the and the focus is on the bride and the groom and everybody else and right. not the DJ and maybe even the volume. Oh yeah, the volume's a big one. Oh, volume's a big. It's really loud in the club. It's nowhere near that loud at a wedding reception. Yeah, I nowhere would imagine. Close. Yeah, because you know you walk in a club, it'll vibrate your lungs. Yeah, yeah. because it's so loud. Yeah, there's subwoofers everywhere. I yeah, mean, it's, it's all. And I mean, nice. you want it. And to me, volume at a wedding of a DJ is important because if he's too quiet, it's boring and we can't hear him. And we can't hear the music. But if he is knocking it out where grandma's hearing aid is busted, then that's a problem too. So there's a yeah. fine line in there. Yeah, and you're and everybody that's at a wedding reception, uh, it's usually family members that haven't seen each other in a long time. They want to talk. That don't want to dance. They want to visit with each yeah. other. You know? so, so there you, is a fine line there. Yeah, it's wherever the dance floor area is, that's the maximum volume part right, right. there. Everywhere else should be you know tolerable. Where you where can you talk if yeah. you wanted to. Exactly. I agree. What's the biggest trend you see coming? Is there anything that's just, you would have never thought, hmm, but it's coming. Cold sparklers are really 
popular right now. Wow. Yeah. We don't offer them. I hate to hear you say that. <laughs> they just, they're, I mean, they're all over the place. But, I see um, pictures of them. I'm going to tell you, Jimmy, I'm scared to death of them because, of course, you know, my wood is old and we pride ourselves on that old wood. But do they actually throw off heat of any know, kind? You know, the, the ones that I've seen are cold. You know, they don't have a, a, a fire, a flaming residual, anything. They're yeah. pretty safe. I've heard of them catching things on fire. I haven't seen it. I don't know how it's even possible. But, yeah, because um, we have a lot of draping and things going on in here. Yeah, I, I can't attest to the safety of cold sparklers. Yeah. I, just, I just don't but know. But you see it as a big trend coming. Big t- yeah, people like them, you know. And obviously the music, that changes all the time. Yeah, um, new artists always yep. coming on. Yep, there's always. a new Bruno Mars coming out like every month. So. Isn't yeah. that wild? Yeah. I'm so glad you came here today. Well, it's, I appreciate I'm really, really honored. To I, do appreciate this. I really appreciate it, my friend. You. I've I'm always I hesitate to call people to come and do a podcast because I know your time is precious. And you were just dreading it. You're like, I gotta call this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know your time is precious. And I know you've got a family and you've and when we finally do get some time off, because we're all busy in this business. The last thing you want to do is come and talk more about weddings. I don't know. I'm kind of enjoying spending some time off with you. Well, I appreciate that. Tell me how people can find you. How can they get you? Uh, The website is deepblueentertainment.com. Okay. That's D-E-P-B-L-U, no E at the end of blue, entertainment.com. You can reach me at info at deepblue, D-E-E-P-B-L-U dot net. Dot net. My phone number is 901-650-4945. Facebook. Facebook, Facebook, yeah. Facebook You're on Instagram. Entertainment, yeah, Instagram. Not TikTok yet. Hey, get there. Not TikTok. Get my there. daughter wants me to get on to TikTok. I really bet bad. she. Do. How old is your daughter? She's twenty-seven. Oh my god! <laughs> well, yeah, hey, that's she's the age that loves it. She knows. My I mean, granddaughters she's... are twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two. They're the ones that want me on the TikTok. Yeah, and my my oldest Abby is sharp. Yeah, really, really smart. So I I tend to listen to her anyway. But uh, yeah, it's. Uh, Life I'm, is I'm, good. I'm a very blessed man. You are blessed. Lord's and been I, good. I agree. Totally. Totally, my friend. We got that in agreement for that's, sure. That's right. Amen. Thank you for coming here. I love you. I love I you appreciate too. you. I appreciate bride, you. And hey, do you travel? If a bride needs you somewhere else, can you? do y'all travel and go places? Yeah. yeah. Normally what we do if someone wants us to travel is uh, we have to make sure that travel is paid for whatever, yeah. if it takes to drive or fly. Yeah. Normally the client takes care of that. Uh, we need accommodations if we're staying overnight. Yes. Um, we don't like to drive four or five o'clock in the morning. No, back from no way. Uh-uh. Um, but yeah, basically out of, out of town rates are exactly the same as they are. They in just town. need to pay the expenses attached yeah, with just, you getting there. Yeah. Just get us out there. Brides. We're, that's, that's a bargain right there. If all you have to pay is to get this man to you, that's worth the call for sure. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate you. Brides. Thank you for watching us today. Not only brides, brides, grooms, mamas, I am Denise. This is Wedding Talk 411. And until next time, happy wedding planning.